Hello and welcome back, listeners, to the Allegedly Podcast. My name is Alex, and with me always is Joe. Hello. Oh, I'm keeping I'm keeping the good vibes from last week going. <laughs> this is smooth talk, alleged. I don't have a smooth voice. No, it's that's fine. That's why I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's kind of like I could be I could be the high pitched like crazy one, and you just bring it down. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that not the dynamic the whole time? I I, I guess I misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> <laughs> well, today we actually have a an unknown topic again. Uh, the writer says we're going a little bit back to basics, so I have no idea what that means. Um, however, she says that she thinks we're going to love it. it uh, it's all about cannon shootings. <laughs> yeah. People trying to fly. <laughs> It's like it's like ten facts on outer space cannon shooting and uh, beer. Let's do this. <laughs> Watch, it's all the same questions and it's just a memory test. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you don't get a ten out of ten. You haven't been. <laughs> this is like shame casting. We're like, why are you even here if you don't fucking get the? <laughs> all right, so let's see what today's let's see what today's podcast topic is. So today's topic is. Animal and human interaction facts. Oh, for one split second, I thought that sentence was going a different way. <laughs> yep. No, you were wrong. I know where you were going, and it's not. <laughs> At little parts disappointed, but mostly relieved. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I've recently rewatched the Disney Robin Hood, and I still got weird feelings about them foxes. Oh, dude. It's all about the chicken. What are you talking about? <laughs> are we watching the same episode oh oh, yeah get the thick girls on there (laughs) yeah dude that chick that that chicken was triple thief 100% like saying you know you could tell she was a redhead right (laughs) how it was feisty it's either that (laughs) it was either that or the 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 priest right oh the the uh, there you go or maybe the monk yeah or maybe the the rooster he was pretty cool uh dude he's got that sick guitar (laughs) chicks dig guitars man hey man (laughs) oodalali 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 day (laughs) you know what i'm saying girl (laughs) yeah bringing it back down (laughs) welcome to npr sensual hour Dude, if we made We're going to talk about the economy really slowly. Yeah. We're making it sound more interesting than it actually is. <laughs> <laughs> the upcoming apocalypse never sounded so smooth. Dude. <laughs> if we made it on NPR, that'd be pretty dope. I'm, I'm sending them a letter now. I'd take that. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, here we fucking go, man. I'm going to jump into fact number one. Are you it's ready? Good. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Fact number one. A turkey farmer in North Carolina was struggling to evacuate his flock before a hurricane. So he enlisted the help of a, na- a neighboring farmer who suggested dressing up like a giant skunk to corral them. This was so effective that it is now a common sight to see on a turkey farm. Uh, I just I just <laughs> I just want okay. it to be true. I want it to be true. I want to know how the first guy figured this out. You Where know did I mean? they get the skunk costume? I mean, obviously, they had to genetically breed a giant skunk, and then they would skin the carcass and make a costume out of that. I mean, I don't, I don't know how... Are turkeys naturally afraid of skunks? I always thought turkeys weren't afraid of fucking anything. Like, they just right. they were either too stupid to, to figure it out, or, like, they're, like, predators, right? Like, didn't, didn't fucking Ben Franklin, like totally love on skunks and he's like this is the bird that we should be modeling itself after and I'm- he wanted he definitely wanted to put it on the the flag yeah uh, i believe he called it a noble bird they're so dumb they're, aren't they am i wrong i i don't know i i'm not a uh 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 and what would it be called av aviating aviating an aviator or something sure a I'm not. I'm not one of those. So a bird person. A bird. I'm not a birder. What if there are like multiple animals that are absolutely fucking terrified of turkey, 
like a bear rolls up, right? And it's going to fucking maul you. And you're like, throw on your, tur- your, your skunk hat. And it's like, oh, fuck. And it like takes <laughs> off. You know what I mean? I mean, it would make it would make sense that. Um, sorry, man, my brain just pooped out. Anyway, like, it would make sense that animals would be mm-hmm. naturally afraid of, you know, defense mechanisms. Like they know a skunk stinks, but like, are they naturally afraid of a gigantic skunk? Like, would they, <laughs> like, would they even process in their brain of a human-sized skunk? <laughs> well, think about that though, right? Like. Humans are afraid of skunks, not necessarily because the, the smell is going to kill us or anything, but because society is going to make fun of us or smelling like ass, right? Like if, if society didn't think skunks smelled that was that bad, we wouldn't be afraid of skunks outside of getting bitten or rabies or some shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is why no French people are afraid of skunks. It's why Pepe Le Pew is French. Damn, dude, you took out all the stops. Pepe Le Pew's not even in the, not even in the Space Jam. He brought him up. He was very. To be fair, Pepe Le Pew probably should have been canceled. <laughs> got a that, was, that was a weird thing that by my mid twenties, I was like, "Huh, I don't like. I don't think that was a good lesson to learn." You know what's disturbing is we look at this from like when we were kids. We thought it was a little funnier. Growing up, adults, it didn't age well, right? There were adults that like were supposed to be parenting us that were like. I love Pepe Le Pew. He's hilarious. You know what I, I mean? Had like, a pepe, I had a Pepe Le Pew stuffed animal. Like, are you? Did it ever try? It to, was given to me. Like, did it ever make unwanted advances towards you? Like, is that part of like you pull the string and it's like get over here? It's <laughs> it's part of why I'm a cuck now. Yeah. <laughs> I just it's from me staring at it at night in the corner. <laughs> He's like, oh, snuggle me close. <laughs> <laughs> Like smoking a cigarette <laughs> in the corner of your room. It was like, it never made advances to me, but it, it did force itself onto my other stuffed animals. <laughs> that's fucking dark. <laughs> like your teddy Maybe bear. that's what, this is what the turkeys were afraid of. Dude. <laughs> they saw, they saw that shit. They're like, I know how this ends. We should get the fuck out of here. <sighs> Going back on topic. Sorry, but fucking... <laughs> But yeah, like what, what, uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I could believe it, but then again, I, I feel like I would have seen something somewhere where like it, on like a discovery channel or like, actually, if you put in like, like even like wearing black and white or something like that, you know what I mean? Gives the turkeys an impression of skunk or like spraying the grounds with skunk corrals them in. You know what I mean? I thought it would, you think you would hear something about that. So I have nothing to back this up. But I think it's false. I think somebody figured out that skunks are afraid or turkeys are afraid of skunks. And I guarantee you they start wearing black and white striped shirts. They don't actually dress up as a skunk. They just wear black and white. And that's what scares the turkey. I have nothing to back that statement up, but that would make a lot more sense to me. So I'm, I don't so, think there's a costume. I so think trying, someone just wears horizontal stripes. So if you, okay, I'm going to go false for a little bit different. I, I just think I would have seen something. Like, it's so silly that, like, <laughs> right. they had to do something in my lifetime where, like, you know, wear the skunk costume and run around. Like, there there has to be, like, an event. You know what I mean? Like, turkey crowling. You know, it's like right. dressed up like a skunk and chasing him down. And, then, and he's like, oh, it's a good time. Right. It is a weird world where I have seen little people tossing but never (laughs) skunks chasing down turkeys (laughs) so that makes sense yeah all right i'm gonna go false what do you what are you thinking yeah i'm thinking false yeah all right here we go we're going false three two one false yes so fun fact though skunks are one of turkey's natural predators and turkeys are indeed dumb as fuck so they're stupid as shit and we were right they're not smart they're stupid Dumb, so dumb just, birds. Yeah, they would just look at a skunk and be like, what you going to do, bitch? And then the skunk would kill him and eat him. Like, <laughs> right. they, they got Pepe Le Pewed. He's just like, you've been pewed. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that makes that cartoon a lot darker if he was he was just trying to kill that lady. <laughs> oh, did you ever see that? Sorry, this is an off track. Did you ever see that episode where he fucking pretends to shoot his head, like kill himself? No. Dude, you've never seen that? Yeah, fucking... I, I guess not. Or yeah, at least it's not coming to mind. Yeah. It's so fucking dark. Like, 
she cuts him off, puts him in like a glass box or a cage or some shit, and he gets all depressed and he's like, "Oh, I can't, I can't let it go on, right?" And uh, he pulls out a gun and she like starts walking away because she doesn't believe it. He's like, "I'll do it," and then he hears a bang, right? And then like the cat turns around and looks at him. He's like laying down, so she opens the cage, sees he's okay, and he was faking it. He's like, "Oh, you came for me!" Oh my god, dude, yeah. that. No. Yeah, no, I'm. You know what? Pepe Le Pew should be fucking canceled. You know, I think it's come. I think it's too fucking late. That's that's crazy. Fucking <laughs> gnarly. Am I right? That I mean, there's there's negging, and then Jesus Christ. Well, you like know, that's that's some Fifty Shades of Grey nonsense. Dude, the people that wrote Pepe Le Pew clearly were, went through a divorce and had some thoughts on women yeah they there's some <laughs> residual something coming out in that cartoon i'm gonna go on a limb and say dad didn't give a lot of hugs <laughs> or maybe dad gave a little too many hugs you know what i'm saying like mm, i i think the secretary became stepmom <laughs> fuck all right well we did it we nailed it i'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna put that one down as we got it we also psychoanalyzed some uh, cartoon writers, so that was that's good. I think it's Hold a good on. round. I felt like we were mostly judging, and that's where I intended it to be. Of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I intended to like judge them for what they produced. You know, they should feel true. shame. They should feel shame. <laughs> like, how do you sell it? Like, some skunk won't leave them alone. Like, rapist skunk, and they think it's hilarious because it's French. Like, okay, <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, there was just some things that should have never existed, <laughs> as it turns out. Well, can't rewrite. We 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 wrote them out. There's no replacement now. <laughs> now we're just left with the devastating reactions of corporatization. Yeah, well, at least we don't have a rapist skunk. Hey, baby steps, man. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there, man. All right, dude. Fact number two. We're off to a great start, man. Fucking great start. <laughs> I think it only took us 20 minutes on that first one. Oh, yeah. The only... We're on a roll. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fact number two. From the age of three, a neglected Ukrainian girl began living exclusively with dogs until the age of seven when she was discovered by social workers. She knew a few words, or she knew few words, ran on all fours, barked, panted, and sniffed her food before eating. Though rehabilitated, she learned to speak fluently and now works on a farm. Um, I feel true. like this. Yeah, I think this is true. I, I, I want to. Fe I feel like I've heard this. Yeah, but it might not. Well, because I feel like I don't know. This one says now works on a farm. Like, like she's she dresses as a skunk and chase turkeys. <laughs> well, no, she lived with dogs. Duh. So she would dress like. Oh, a dog. never mind. So she's yeah. she's dropping. She's trying to drop anvils on things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is true, though. I feel like I've. I've heard this story before, um, and it's that yeah, whole, I, I like, want to say there's a, like a bunch of case studies about this because like I think people have like pondered like like what would it be like to be raised by animals, and then like this happened, and a bunch of scientists have I, I think I've done a lot of research on this this case. Right. All right. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go true because like you know I can't think of any reason to disprove it, and I have a lot of memories of it being true. Sound, sounds like you. But, yeah, like I got a, I got a just a knee jerk feeling that I've, I've heard this story before. All right, let's do it. We, we cut and dried this one. Ready? Bump, ba da bump. It is true. Mm. Her name is Oksana Malaya, Malaya, Malaya. Lived in the with Russian terriers for four point five years of her early childhood. Her parents were alcoholics and weren't caring for her, so she took refuge in the kennel and learned to imitate imitate dog behavior. She lives a quiet life, wants to be treated like a normal person, hates being called dog girl, and is trying to find her biological mother. Oh, oh, every part of that was sad. I know. I kind of oh don't. Oh my want god. It. I kind of did. Don't Robert want it. Kirkman write that? Holy shit! I mean, if he did, is, is that what the eleventh season of The Walking Dead is? Yeah, it's like I I lived with zombies. <laughs> zombies just raised me. <laughs> is, has that not been a plot line yet? <laughs> Like zombies, like they start growing like human emotions. They're like trying to feed her, and oh, so she just mimics them. I really hate it when people call me zombie girl. I just yeah. want to, I just want to be raised on a farm and dress as a skunk now. I just want to live a normal life. And they're like, but you can talk to zombies. And she's like, yeah, yeah, but you know, I just want to live a normal life on my zombie farm. Okay, like, 
When you meet my parents, don't be scared. Yeah, don't don't stare at them, and please don't turn your back to them. <laughs> right. They might be silent, but they can sneak up on you in a heartbeat. Yeah, they're one of those silent ones that like will show up in doorways when you're not looking or be right behind you. So just just be wary. Always have your back against a wall, that kind of shit. You know, mm-hmm. normal parent things. Right. I mean, I put them on their leashes, but, you know, they can break that from time to time. Yeah, they've learned to pick the locks and I should do it. You know, <laughs> lazy mom <laughs> becomes. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, worst case scenario, he just becomes zombie boyfriend. So that's OK. <laughs> uh, all right, dude, we did it. Fuck yeah. It's two, two for two right now. Mm, 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 mm. Mm, mm, mm. All right, here we go. Fact number three. In a major flood in Texas, eight people, well, fuck, eight people died trying to rescue six puppies from drowning. Of the eight people, five also died from drowning, and three died from lung infections from the contaminated floodwaters. Two of the pups were saved and were adopted together by one of the families that helped rescue them. Their names were James and Todd after two of the men who died saving them. My God! Whoa, dude. That's hardcore. Oh my, I thought a, a Russian girl whose parents abandoned her and she raised by dogs was sad. <laughs> this is hardcore. Okay. Man. Eight people died to save six. Like, I I want to say it's true because I don't want to believe that the writer came up with something that sad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, what's going on over there if that there, there's there. This is the, 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 what is it? The, um, she's allowed to express and channel all that sadness in these questions. Like, <laughs> like after this, it's going to be like a bottle of wine and be like, you okay? <laughs> do, do we need to have a talk? <laughs> but like, this seems like a very human thing to do. Doesn't it? Like, like, Six puppies, you know, you see a puppy drowning and you fucking go running and you're going to jump into some water to go fucking save it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I do, like, I I know a person that saved their dog from a river in winter. So, like, oh, like, and, like, they legitimately almost drowned themselves, like, trying to save their dog. So, like, I can, I can, I can see it happening. It says two of the pups were saved. So, eight people and four puppies died. That's dark. That's so. You want to know what's sad too is that two of the pups were saved. They named them James and Todd after the two men who died saving them. But last time I checked, five, uh, eight people died saving them. They got a lot of middle names. <laughs> James, James, Allen, Gregory, <laughs> Samson. Well, they'll be ridiculous. They wouldn't use just all their first names. Yeah, they'll sprinkle it in. <laughs> They'll, they'll take the first letter of all their names and becomes their last name. Oh, <laughs> that's so sad. I know. Like These dogs better be the best dogs ever. They're probably little bastards, too, like shitting on the floor. Like this is a non-event sad. in a dog's life, right? Right. Like, it's not like the dog looks back at it and goes, wow, I almost died that day. I should turn my life around and be a good person. Dogs like, where's my food? They, they did not learn how to become better dogs because of this. No, they probably still shit and piss on everything. And then it's just like now the owners named him James and Todd. And so the owners are now reminded about the people that literally died to save this dog to shit on their floor. It's dark. I hope this is fake now. Like now I'm like, (laughs) God damn it. If this is true, we had a true false. And so I think the writer's starting to catch wind that we are scrutinizing the order. So this could go either way. We have a true and we have a false. I, I, I don't know how to feel about this one. <laughs> so, so it bummed me out. I'm I'm no longer smooth NPR Joe. Hey guys, I'm going to tiny break. <laughs> I'm gonna I think I'm going to go watch Batman v Superman to pick myself up. <laughs> I'm going to go cry in my Peppy Le Pew stuffed animal. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I just need something more joyful in my life right now. Hey, look, I think I'll come... I think I'll watch Schindler's List tonight. Because <laughs> at least like people were saved in that one. I'm gonna go watch Sophie's Choice. Because <laughs> at least there's no dead puppies. 
Dude, but see, like, this is a human thing. And listen, like, look, I it, it very well could be like, but so wait, <laughs> are you saying it's a it's it's a it's a lose lose? If it's false, the writer's just dark. If it's right. true, we're depressed. It's, exactly. Look, man, I don't th- I don't think there's a quote unquote win on this one. <laughs> two puppies survive, so they live on. They carry Silver the lining. Of, they carry the legacy of eight people and four puppies. Four other puppies. those. <laughs> Those six named puppies. <laughs> All right, you ready? So wait, are we going true or false? Uh, I was gonna go true, and right. I think I think you were leaning to false. Too, it's very it's a very Texan thing to do. Let's let's check it out. I'm gonna go true. Well, I'll go true with okay. you. And it is. Oh, it's false. Oh my god. Oh, and then yeah, the writer. But it totally sounds like something humans would do for puppies. No animals. It does. Hey, it does. Every, disclaimer: No Texans or animals were hurt in the making of this allegedly podcast. That's nice. Yeah, that's I, nice. I, I needed to put that out there just in case. <laughs> we definitely, we definitely hurt the feelings of some cartoon animators, though. But, but uh, you know, fuck them. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I, I, I think they earned it. Yeah. At some point, we have to just be like, "You're." <laughs> oh, we go. Here we go. Yeah. Question number four: A single llama placed in a flock of sheep can become the flock's guardian. And in some cases, is a better option than guard dogs. Llamas are naturally aggressive towards predators, social and protective of humans and other livestock, and have been known to patrol grazing areas from high points. Other benefits, they don't bark, dig, or jump over fences like dogs are known to do. Fuck, I want this to be real. Dude, I, I like an emperor I know, need a groove back. I want this to be true. <laughs> you laid that on pretty thick. Like That was... That was... <laughs> you you wanted it you wanted that you wanted it to be true i want it i i some would say i need a new groove yeah <laughs> you don't want this to throw off your uh, i don't have another one <laughs> <laughs> all i have is cronk quote uh cronk quotes after that like <laughs> like it's your birthday <laughs> random stupid shit like that nothing lines up oh i don't i don't have a squirrel friend to consult so so i, I just gotta go with my gut on this one What's your gut what is it it's uh, i'm feeling true yeah i want it to be true too. i want it to be true so bad last one was, it was true false true or no true false false i want this one to be true i want a llama to be like back off bitch oh they sp- like they spit I want them to spit at people in the face for getting too close to sheep. Dude, yeah, some, like, sheep is just grazing and some wolf's coming up and some llama steps down. It's like, what are you going to fucking do? What are you going to fucking do? <laughs> There's, like, three wolves that are like, oh, man. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> is that a fucking llama? Llama's like, you ever, you remember talking about cartoons? You remember the old sheepdog and coyote cartoon? Mm-hmm. What if they remade that with, like, a llama and just baits the shit out of coyote all the time? And he's just blowing, blowing his bangs out of his eyes. Yeah. He's got that goofy, like, llama, like, underbite. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just like, psh, just punches the coyote out. Like, it's like all yoked. It's like a huge fucking llama. <laughs> it's like those weirdly muscled kangaroos. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, oh, God, that's disturbing. I, I want it to be true so bad. I think it is. I think it's true. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't care if it is or not. I'm going to believe that it's true. <laughs> yeah. Fuck everybody else. I'm just going to say it's true now. It, it's true in my head, Canon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready to see whether it's true or false? Fuck yeah. All right. Here we go. Going down true. Well, we're both going true, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Here we go. It is true. Yes. <laughs> I was so ready to just tell people that was true at parties, even <laughs> if it was false. You're you're just gonna put it out there. You don't. Need... I was gonna spread so much misinformation about about llamas. Did you just you fucking wait, dude? There's gonna be some guy at a party that walks up and he's like, "No, that's false. It's not real. I work with llamas." There, I... <laughs> you're thinking of alpacas, dude. <laughs> yeah. What if he threw out some weird shit? Like, nah, man. You're thinking of ostriches. <laughs> so it says here. A guard llama is a good option for flocks that are afraid of dogs or when there isn't a high predator pressure, lest they become prey themselves. Guard llamas are not affected against weasels, birds, or birds of prey. Weasels, huh? Man, 
how big are those fucking birds to carry off a sheep? Dude, you ever hear of the, like it, I mean if 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 yeah, birds like do condors like sheep? <laughs> have you ever seen it's super sad, but you ever see those eagles or falcons that like pull the fucking goats off the edge of the mountain? No, but I I've heard I've uh I I've heard and seen many a story of eagles picking up chihuahuas. Yeah. Oh yeah, owls out here will do that in Arizona. No, no the the there's these like eagles or birds or whatever that will kill mountain goats by pulling them off and like flinging them off the edge of a mountain. It is the absolute goofiest, saddest thing you will ever see in your life. Cuz the <laughs> goat goes like limp when it's falling. And it like the bird chucks it. It's so fucking sad, but it's like it, that's how it does it. It's been doing that since <laughs> fucking baby bird, you know, like since it was around. It's killed goats like this. Oh my god. So, yeah. How is this topic the most depressing one? <laughs> Cuz it's animals, you're all sad. <laughs> Na- nature just gives zero fucks. It does. It's like no, they don't care. But guard llamas, that's a bright little little thing of hope. <laughs> unless they are also prey then then they're useless yeah unless there's like a weasel around they'll get eaten but that's why you have a guard gorilla at that point guard gorillas will fuck obviously up. you have the gorilla who's naturally protective of the llama who's naturally protective of the sheep obviously obviously <laughs> i bet you fucking there's a gorilla out there that would love a llama <laughs> who wouldn't that sounds like a fucking disney movie now like i want to see a gorilla ride a llama <laughs> Sounds like the next fucking, Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I was like, Planet of the Apes isn't isn't as intimidating, but it sure as fuck is cute. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're like, this is this is not that bad. I I kind of like this. <laughs> you know what? Like, it was getting a little self serious, but this makes up for it. <laughs> All right, dude, we did it. Fucking, we are right now. I think four for four. I think we're three for four. We got the last one too. Uh, no, the uh. The the terrible story about those fucking puppies. No, we said Turn. false on that. Didn't we, we said true on that one. Did we? we? We we followed my lead and I failed. I changed the score then, Joe. Thanks for being honest. We could edit this out. <laughs> and I so we're going. We're both going true. <laughs> or no, no, I failed the little one. Yeah. Well, that's good, right? Like, in a way, that's it's better. <laughs> what if it was just like no false all puppies died <laughs> not, not one lived yeah. and at the end it's just like an evil laugh like <laughs> at, the, <laughs> at the last second an al- a llama killed it thinking it was a predator oh, I just got a text from the from the writer I guess they do hate puppies so <laughs> Fucking no, don't don't bring small cute animals in front of a llama, it'll fuck it up. <sighs> All right, well we're doing three for four. That's pretty good though. That's pretty good. Dude, that's that's a good night. So here we go. You want to jump into the next question? <clears throat> Let's do it. All right, here we go. Next question. Allergic to mold? Then stay away from the Madagascar giant hissing cockroach which has 14 different types of mold housed in its feces and body that trigger allergies in mold-sensitive humans. These giant bugs are popular as, a pe- as pets, educational tools in classrooms, and raised as food for other pets. Is it true or false? I'm going to go true, because fucking Madagascar giant hissing cockroaches, I don't, I think it's true, but I've seen some cockroaches that are stupid big. Like, Jumanji. Yeah, no, like, uh, like, about to get shot in the face by Will Smith big, yeah. Yeah, dude, like, yeah. You let him eat you so you can blow him up from the inside. Well, it was a nice gun. Uh, In in all fairness. In in all fairness. (laughs) Gotta get my gun back. But I think they're huge. Yeah, I I do not doubt that there are... I I have seen gigantic cockroaches. So, uh, yeah, I I mean, yes. It's disgusting, and I fucking hate them. The worst part is some of those cockroaches are so fucking big... You know what I mean? Like cockroaches sometimes like bugs, you you whap, you get like a paper towel, you clean it up, whatever you're done. Some of these fucking bugs are so big, it's it takes like two or three fucking swipes with a paper towel. Like you gotta wet down the paper towel to clean it up. It's disgusting. Like it, some of them are so big that I'm like, I don't think I wore big enough boots. <laughs> it's just like you go to step on it and it's just like 
the cockroach is like, nope. Just like pushes your boot out of the way. It's just like, hey, I'm walking here. You're like, oh, Jesus, I'm sorry. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> we have some tarantulas out here like that. It's disgusting. Like, no, no, don't like yeah, it. Yeah, no, that the, it's it's nightmare fuel. Nightmare fuel. Seri- uh, luckily for us, our scorpions don't get that big. They stay tiny. Which right. is out, out here in Seattle, all we have to deal with is hipsters. So don't for hipsters and fucking wolf spiders, dude. That is true. Yeah, I think. Don't you get some? Uh, brown recluse as well uh i don't know if it's the brown specifically the brown recluse but yeah the wolf spider is i think a recluse yeah yeah like a black a recluse a, a recly yeah <laughs> part of the reclusian family <laughs> yeah but fucking... scare scare the shit out of joachis yeah <laughs> dude i fucking hate him i hate them all okay make, make me scream like a girl a kiss no oh, dude they're just they're dumb and i'm I think this is true. I do. I think it's true. Yeah. Fucked up cockroach shits out a shitload of mold that will kill everybody. Disgusting. They probably fucking it's probably like something that's like great for fucking to like plant a plant in, though, or some shit like that, like recycles all the gunk. We're going to figure out that it grows truffles and these fucking cockroaches are about to be worth a million dollars. Yeah. Like we find out there's like a huge community of people that grow these cockroaches strictly for planting truffles in it. Mm hmm. All right, so we're going. We're both going true. Both going true. All right, here we go. Let's check it out. It is true. Okay, so here we go. Ranking pet allergies. Cat allergies are the worst for humans because of the protein particles that trigger allergies are immensely small and thus easily to become airborne. Following cats is dogs, horses, gerbils, cockroaches, rabbits, and birds. Allergies from pets are caused by their dander, saliva, mold, or urine. And it says, if you want to avoid pet allergies altogether, get some fish. <laughs> I was going to get a series of gerbils, but then I found out they were more allergy prone than cockroaches. So I'm going to stick with cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> I take back everything I just said about the noble cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> the noble cockroach. Such elegant creature. <laughs> I mean, very. I also, yeah, another quick fact. There is no such thing as a uh, hypoallergen dog so don't be fooled into paying more money into a dog like like some people think labradoodles because of the the fur thing they think they're less allergenic so they're not they're like every other dog so so like some people are like oh man i sneeze every time i smell a cat and i'm like Mm -hmm. that's gotta suck because cats are like fucking everywhere (laughs) like yeah for real like I, I on our college campus down here in, in Glendale, they are like they like roam the campus like wild feral cats. Oh, fun. Yeah. I mean, they're they're used to people, right? Like you can legitimately mm-hmm. just pet them. They just live on campus and you fucking feed them food and shit. But they're everywhere. Like if you're walking around, you'd be sneezing your ass off on campus. It's hilarious. Oh, shit. All right. Well, we did it. Fuck. Yeah, we got it right. Are you ready for the next question? Because we're nailing you know it. We're nailing right now. We are. Four for five. I think there's eight questions total on this one. So here we We go. We got this, dude. We got this. Fact six. A giant cat size. Oh, (laughs) fuck. Okay, here we go. A giant cat size, nearly blind rat named Magawa was used for five years to sniff out landmines in Cambodia. He retired this year and was awarded the gold medal for his heroism. I want this to be true. I think the writer knows we want this to be true. Like, like she's sitting there typing away and she's like, this is going to fucking trip them up because they're like, they want this Disney Channel bullshit to happen. Right. She depressed us with the puppy thing and then gave us our llamas. I think this is a I think this is a bait and switch right here because this is a Disney movie like Magawa yeah. or the the blind that, that would be played by fucking like The Rock. Right. This and is it, the sequel to Ratatouille. <laughs> His cousin, like, what's your cousin doing? He's like, he just got back from Cambodia. He's not quite right in the head. (laughs) He's all like a super fucking yoked out rat. He's like, there's a landmine right there. No, wait, sorry. (laughs) We got to use food to bring him back. (laughs) Yeah, they're like singing about the magic of food. They're like dancing (laughs) around him and shit. There you go. Disney, if your list just came up with the next. Like, I don't even, I don't even need full writer credit. Just a story by 
Well, here's the thing, right? Fucking Fox and the Hound 2 was about the Hound joining a fucking band and how, like, shitty friends those guys were, like, in this band. Wait, really? Yeah. Whoa, that's a weird twist. That's a weird flex, yeah. Yeah, it's weird, right? So fucking sequels can be whatever the fuck we want them to be, man. If it's about Ratatouille's cousin Magawa fucking sniffing out landmines and having to be, like, reintegrated in society using culinary arts, then fuck it. We got this. I think that's a better movie. It is. (laughs) (laughs) And then The Rock plays Magawa. We got this, son. So wait, are you you're gonna go false because you think that the writer's trying to fuck with us? That's that's what my gut is. Then again, my last the last time I used my gut, it let us let us astray. So whatever, fuck it, let's do it. So let's go false, and then I'm gonna fucking be really upset with you if it's true. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well we'll just go both go false, and we'll see what happens. Ready? So here we go. Bop, but a bop. It's true. Fuck. Okay, wait, there's a decent amount of information here. Here we go. Native to Central Africa and trained in Tanzania by a Belgian charity, the African giant pouched rat has a knack for sniffing out TNT and explosive materials. Weighing in at 2.6 pounds and 28 inches long, these rats are used because they are light enough to not set off the landmines should they run across one and significantly faster than a human. Example, Magawa could search a tenant's court-sized field in about 20 minutes. For comparison, that would take a human one to four days with a metal detector. Experts estimate that there are still four to six million landmines and other unexploded devices in Cambodia alone. And as and put it away, oh and some put it as high as 10 million. Magawa found 70 or found 71 in his honorable five-year career i don't want to talk shit about that rat but 71 is not a lot (laughs) well when you're talking about comparative to how many there might be 10 million unexploded devices (laughs) even if you go on the low end i'm like my man didn't even crack 100 (laughs) well like think of like i mean how much does that weigh because like what if the rat had like too much to eat and it became just heavy enough like it's a bad day for that rat like they don't know what they're doing this is true also, this is only just one rat. I imagine he had a squadron. Or at least in my brain, there's a squadron. <laughs> like like SWAT cats. <laughs> SWAT rats. Like SWAT rats. <laughs> just like... Soldiers, line up. Right? Let's rock and roll. They, like, jump. they jump out of the fucking sneakers, like Nike box that they're kept in. Like, yeah! <laughs> they're, they're, they got their Nike pumps on. And they're running across the field like, there's one. He's like, good catch, soldier. (laughs) Well, we didn't get it right, Joe. Dude, my my gut is canceled. (laughs) So so the writer let us know uh, the way that it signals is a lot like a drug dog. So if it finds one, it points with like its nose and like chirps. Oh, that that's adorable. Yeah. And it says and uh, she said he looks really cute with his gold medal. He has a little gold (gasps) medal. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) that means somebody made a tiny gold medal specifically for that purpose. I hope it's not a tiny gold medal. I hope it's a regular size medal and he's like dwarfed by it. (laughs) (laughs) Like a human's medal. Yeah. And he like rests it on his belly like an otter. Hold on, I I don't normally do this, but I gotta see this. Oh no, Joe. Hmm. I'm gonna send it to you. I'm gonna I'm gonna edit this part out, but there you go. That's Magawa. <gasps> it has a. Oh my God! People everywhere need to Google this picture because it is an adorable rat who's wearing a harness and the little teeny tiny metal. Is off its harness. It is. Oh man, Star Fox ain't got shit on this. <laughs> Super fucking depressing though. What if they're like, he's gonna go? He's we're retiring after his last watch. Here's your medal, soldier. And it, like they send him out to like stroll around, and the medal just makes him heavy enough. <laughs> or like 
<laughs> yeah, no, no, Alex, you can't ruin my dreams today. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> They're like Magawa. <laughs> oh, man. Nobody ever pulled this rat out of retirement. This is going to be the uh, the picture for the podcast. That is the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that is adorable. Okay, well, here, in fact, so we got we got right now we have four out of six, which is insanely good for us. I, I'm feeling I'm feeling okay about that. All right, here we go. Question number five, or I'm sorry, fact number seven. Jeez, the most dangerous animals for zookeepers aren't lions, tigers, or bears. It's venomous reptiles. Zebras. Yeah. Oh. It's zebras with wings that shoot fire out of their nostrils. Who would have thought? <laughs> I was I was actually like speaking truth. No, 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 no. A lot of zookeepers hate zebras because they're just fucking psychotic horses. They're just like kicking them on purpose. No, no. The most there's dangerous... so many bites. There's, but there's... like. I want to see your version. <laughs> I'm just envisioning the the onward horse, like unicorns. They're like eating trash. They're just like, Ugh. they're, they're just like, rabid fucking. It's like hiss at them. No, no. It says here it's venomous reptiles. Accidental snake bite deaths in zoos usually occur because of a handling error coupled with improper anti-venom inventory and storage practices. Fuck. Like, think about that, though. If you're handling some fucking Africanized, like, or Australian snake, right, that's, like, super fucking deadly, you know, some of those really crazy venoms that don't occur in, like, the States, your supply of anti-venom isn't carried in any hospitals around here. So it's at the zoo. So if you don't have, like, fucking King Cobra anti-venom, you're fucked. That is crazy. But, it, like, you know, but the story of under-budget under budgeted agencies kind of a legacy at this point so yeah it's almost unfortunately i'm feeling it's true this has to think about this unless the writer wants us to think that it's true man (laughs) the last one was false no the last one was true last one was true but i I tried to outsmart the writer well i mean you just can never tell because that that little mouse man magawa it's too cute for words honestly if i didn't see that it's true i honestly wouldn't believe how how like it is 100 a disney movie oh it says here that one snake has bitten so many zookeepers it won a little medal (laughs) true (laughs) it's just like every fucking question now is an animal wearing a little tiny medal it's it's just jafar at the end of aladdin (laughs) (laughs) yep it turned into a genie, and it's got a little metal. Shit. But I totally believe this. I think, yeah, you're right. Fucking handling error, which could be anything, right? Could be fucking the snake fucking slithered the wrong direction and got loose, or um, zookeeper didn't have the proper protective gear because the zoos are fucking dangerously under-budgeted. All that shit. I bet you anything. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, I, I, uh, because I think all, like- all those scenarios are true. <laughs> Lions, tigers, or bears, or any of that, like any of those big animals, you don't really hear about that anymore. It's like, yeah, those are the obvious animals, but yeah, I I can see how a snake, just by the nature of it, would probably lead to more injuries, honestly. Yeah. So I'm going to go true on this one. I I do think if you get bit by a really venomous snake, you're you're hosed if they don't have the anti venom. What do you think? I was trying to make a Tom Hardy venom joke, but I couldn't think of one. So I'll just go with true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't really have. I haven't seen the movie, so that that's but, probably for the best. Yeah, there's no health. anti-venom for it. That's I, for sure. <laughs> I, I I didn't see the movie for mental health reasons. That's that's a positive. <laughs> so wait, are we going we going true on this one? Yeah, yeah, I'll go true. All right, let's see what happens. Ready? Bump, but a bum. Oh, it's false. Oh shit, it's false. Actually, the most dangerous animal to the for zookeepers are elephants. Zookeepers seem to have more physical contact with elephants than a lot of other zoo animals. And if the elephant decides it doesn't like you, it will simply smoosh you. As such, zoos are starting to treat them at the similar levels of no contact as big cats. So it sounds like they have protocols built in to deal with those animals that you would think are dangerous, like big cats, snakes, bears, whatever. But elephants don't normally have that. They're a little bit more docile and gentle. But it sounds like if an elephant's like, fuck this bitch, bow. Just- right. I mean, it also just weighs how many tons. So, like, even even if it's not, you know, 
even if it likes you, just being accidentally stepped on seems likely. <laughs> well, fun fact too about uh, elephants. I don't know if you know this, but they're they become extremely attached and possessive towards their mm. handlers if you handle them for a while. So you have to you have to trade in your handlers on who's helping the animal frequently. Otherwise, if you have a consistent handler and that handler has to leave for whatever extended period of time, the elephant will become exceedingly depressed and like stop eating and shit. Oh, yeah. They're like they're super, super possessive. And they'll like I don't think it's like monkeys, though. I don't think like if somebody comes up, if like you were handling a elephant for like a year and I'm like, hey, dude, and I give you a dead arm. I don't think like the elephant would just like run at me and fucking kill the shit out of me. You know what I mean? But I, I do think it wants consistent care by the same caregiver. So they have to chain them out. Apparently it's Man. the opposite. They don't like you. Yeah. It fucking smushes you. <laughs> All I really learned is I never want to be a zookeeper. Yeah. What if what if an elephant didn't like you for like a really petty reason? You know what I mean? Like, like that, that, those pants don't go with that top. Yeah. Like it's, you know, or like, oh, I hate Limp biscuit. You know, I, well, that's just an elephant with good choice. Good day. Oh, the yeah, I guess I guess if elephants also don't like you, the they'll they'll what's called headstand you, which is basically a method on on uh, the way that they kill. Because a lot of people think they use their feet sometimes. And I think they will if they're like stampeding or running. But a, a preferred method for an elephant is to put its head on you and like push you to the ground and then like basically put its body weight into its head and it just literally crushes you. That's the most metal thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it has these huge tusks that it doesn't use to gore you. It literally smushes you with it. It headbutts you to death. Dude. <laughs> right? That's yeah. amazing. Hardcore. Well, yeah, I mean, that's could you imagine that? You're like, you're like, here you go, Frank. Here's your food. And this elephant's like, fuck you, smush. Oh. Yeah, bye, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Frank liked like Limb Biscuit, so. Yeah, Frank liked Limb Biscuit. And he, he, he also one... liked he liked matching plaid with stripes. Uh, yeah. Fucking he also carried with him one too many Pepe Le Pew costumes. So <laughs> he liked to dress up as a skunk and scare the turkeys, so. Yeah, yeah. The llamas didn't like him either. I think they had it in with <laughs> the elephants to take care of him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the llamas contract out their killings because they can't do it themselves. Right. They're like, well, they're you know, too busy. They can't they can't leave their herd. Yeah. They're like, hey, I got a shift. You know where Frank's going to be. Right. It's don't worry. I know a legitimate business guy. <laughs> Cecil the elephant. <laughs> don't worry. He, he'll wrap his head around it. <laughs> We have another movie, just not quite Disney. No, that sounds like a Bluth animation right there. <laughs> Adult Swim. Right. <laughs> All right, well, we got the last question now, dude. We're fucking rocking and rolling, man. Are we? I think we just, I think. Uh, yeah, we have. I think, we're, I think we're dangerously close to 50-50 again. Oh, we are. Fuck. God damn it. Well, we need one more then. We do. We, we got this one. Okay, here we go. Oh, we got some, I think we got bonuses too. So Last one. <laughs> Last Please be mobster jokes. Please yeah. be mobster jokes. So like if you made if you said oh at the rat, then you're good. And I'm like, fuck, how could we not? You have to be a complete fucking monster. Yeah, you would I mean that is that is just unheard of. So here we go. Last fact. Stiff punishments for horse theft in the United States became codified in the law all throughout the 17 and 1800s, and many are still on the books today. For example, the punishment for horse theft in Texas and Florida is still death by hanging. I believe it. Yeah, 100%. That's uh, true. Not, not only, I mean, A, horses, I mean, used to be everything. That was, I mean, that was your livelihood. So right. I would imagine, and knowing how our justice system rolls, it doesn't surprise me that they just haven't updated those laws. How, how much <laughs> you want to bet that Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, is thoroughly pushing for new legislation to expand the death of like possible death of somebody that steals your horse, like to, you know, Matt, like shooting, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like, you know, fucking death by gun, death by quartering, you know what I mean? Death by spectacle. They probably but have a is dedicated for. It. I think knowing him, he would try to expand it that you could get someone killed for reporting about horse theft. So. 
just following his current trend. Yeah, he's just like, okay, guys, here's the thing. People that report if, it. <laughs> if, yeah. the, the Uber driver who drove you to the horse theft could die. <laughs> yeah, the guy that, the guy that fucking, the, the guy that owned the horse, even. <laughs> the guy, the guy that got the horse stolen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bartender you told about the horse theft is dead. The priest too. That priest that you confided in. <laughs> fucking <laughs> ain't no sanctuary for horse thieves. Yeah. Fuck that. They're like, what if he came out and is like, horse theft is like one of the biggest issues we have facing our nation today. <laughs> it's right up next to human trafficking. Yeah. Horse horse trafficking. It's it's a real problem. Who's going to plow those fields? You know, what are we going to get llamas to do it? <laughs> they can't even protect you against weasels. <laughs> yeah, they're only good for like, they're only good to really chase off puppies is what they're good at. <laughs> so last year after the puppy drownings, I'll never let a llama back in Texas again. Yeah, the anti-llama legislation that's being passed in Texas right now. Anybody even talks about a llama in <laughs> I'll treat them just as bad as a horse thief. <laughs> All right, dude. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go. True. You gotta be true, right? I it's, it's I would gotta, imagine it's true. It's gotta be true. It's Florida and Texas. I don't know. The writer thinks she, you're right. She fucking. But she hasn't been following that trend. I think. I think it's true. Fuck it. And for wrong, I'm, you know, I'm feeling it. All right. Are you ready for both going it, true? It, it might be another bad stereotype against Florida, but you know what? Maybe Florida shouldn't be so Florida. <laughs> yeah, like what? I mean, not why not to victim, you? not to be Pepe Le Pew and victim blame here. Yeah, but. he's like, you look like a skunk. Right? You shouldn't have dressed like a skunk, Florida. Sorry, bro. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Let's let's see what happens. Ready? Three, two, one. Oh, it's false. Damn it. She God. knew. She we're, the writer knew us too well. Oh, we typecasted. Yeah, we did. That 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 teaches us. So she uh, she says this is a popular prop. No, this is a popular urban legend. But most horse thief hangings were done by vigilantes, and not the state. A 2008 Supreme Court ruling, Kennedy versus Louisiana, limits the state's use of the death penalty for cases that did not result in the death of a human to crimes against the state, i.e., espionage, treason, stuff like that. Mm. So, well, we fucked up, Joe. We fucked up we're 50 50 now right well, we got some, got some bonuses we uh we, we disparaged the governments of those two fine states too much but turns out it was just the people of those states yeah it turns out it's the civilians that are piece of shit <laughs> i don't know we were making fun of. we've lost all southern listeners we we were making fun of texas pretty aggressively do you think uh we put this out there texas is like this is treason and uh, I, I hope they treat us better than horse thieves. <laughs> yeah, at least the, the civilian population is coming for us, not the state. So I guess that's right. All right, here we go. The bonus materials, one for each. Oh, okay. So this is new. So we get a we get a bonus uh, if we share a goofy story about an animal encounter. Did I share a goofy one? <laughs> no, no, no. If we share one now. Oh, oh, I see uh, how this is yeah, yeah. working. It's like yeah, it's like it's like sharing. It's, it's share time. It's story time with Joe. Have you ever been attacked by a weasel? Do share. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't think I actually have a goofy story about animals. Like Joe, it just is you, man. I would expect you to have a story I, of like a possum cutting you with a switchblade. You know what I mean? Like, no, man. No, dog. <laughs> I, I let I let animals do their thing. So I, I don't I don't I, have... uh, I, I did. I used to have a cat that would legitimately terrify raccoons. <laughs> like I would come out my door because like she was an outdoor cat. And so we had like a little food bowl on our front porch. And like I would come out in the morning and she would be feet eating. And behind her was literally a line of like there was like two neighborhood cats. And at the end of the line would be a raccoon just waiting for her to be done eating. <laughs> They would take turns because she was just she would fuck people up. <laughs> like, I'm about to fuck you up, bitch. I don't I don't know if that's goofy, but she was she was 100 the best cat I ever had. But see, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I'm trying to think. We I mean I have silly stories, you know. We found we found three dogs in an alleyway like last year. Oh yeah, we found 
three dogs. Uh, one was like a Chihuahua mix. One we have no idea, and the other one looked like a Dachshund mixed with a Chihuahua. We brought them in. We tried to find their homes. We could not find their homes. Like nobody responded to any of the things we put out. We were able to rehome the uh, Chihuahua Dachshund, and uh, so that was good. So we were just left with like it looks like a mini German, or it's like a Labrador mixed with a Dachshund mixed with a Golden Retriever. I don't know. It's tiny, right? But it looks like a tiny Golden Retriever. And uh, it turns out the Chihuahua had puppy. She was pregnant. Oh, my God. So we had five other fucking Chihuahuas running around. (laughs) (laughs) See what happens when you try to do good things. Seriously, we had this little Chihuahua puppy bomb that we didn't know we were sitting on. Like, and they do puppies. They're adorable, but they suck, you know? It's the one thing everyone forgets about puppies. It's like yeah. once the cuteness wears off, they are just a pain in the ass. Luck- luckily for us, we were able to rehome all of them. So we are now stuck with Chihuahua, whose name is Steve, and the miniature golden retriever thing that's name is Rowan. So Steve and Rowan are best friends. That's my story. There we go. Don't don't fucking pick up a dog in an alleyway. <laughs> Moral of the story, Joe. So, what were you doing in the alleyway? Well, this is what I want to know. It's the end of the cul-de-sac in my neighborhood. I was taking out trash. Actually, it's a funny story. Because <laughs> the only reason why I was there is my wife, she was like exhausted, tired. And for whatever reason, right before she went to bed, she decided to stock the paper towel. The area where we keep the paper towels. It's like a it's like a linen closet. And so she stocked it and then was like, here, here's the box. Go throw it for bulk pickup. So as I was walking out to go throw the box, all I had to do was throw it out into this pile. Steve barked at me and I looked over and they were, I saw three little dogs and I walked back in because I'm like, I'm not the type that's like, let's go shave them. So I just ignored them. I walked inside and I told my wife, I think there might be three puppies outside. Like I didn't see owners. I didn't. They're just wandering around and. My wife's like, well, go get them. Like, if they're just puppies, like, we don't want them getting eaten by a coyote. So that's how that happened. So we, we my wife got some water, approached them, and <laughs> yeah. And I, like, the next morning, um, we were telling my my three year old, we were like, hey, honey, um, just to just to let you know, because the dogs were still kind of getting used to the house, right? And they were in a new spot, so we just had to warn our littlest one that like, you know, we have to probably keep her away, but if they, you know, allow you, you might be able to pet them and stuff. And I'm like, Hey, there's three puppies sitting out in the the living room right now. And Ruby interrupted us and she interrupted my wife. And she's like, Oh, thank you, mommy. Like all happy. Like we just got her three dogs. You know what I mean? We're like, well, how can we get rid of these dogs? (laughs) There you go. I, I would I would say that is worth one point. Yeah, at least one, right? Better than that. I'll I'll just edit out the dog one where he cuts my ear off and <laughs> <laughs> Well there you go. We got we got six out of ten. Sixty percent. Was there ten questions or just no, eight I, questions? Eight questions and then I counted the two bonus because we're fucking badasses. <laughs> you heard you heard it right there, allegedly, listeners. A decisive win. <laughs> a, devi- a divisive win, if you will. Email in your thoughts on whether or not we <laughs> earned the flurry of emails are like, you didn't fucking win. That wasn't goofy at all. <laughs> I told my kids there was going to be a goofy story at the end. There wasn't. You promised. You promised. Just a lie. The whole lie of a podcast. The, the refs in this league are a joke. What are you, deaf? They're, cle- they're clearly in the pockets. <laughs> this is what happens when you get money involved with podcasting all in all seriousness though anyone anyone wants to give us money also i will i will i will do an advertisement for it yeah i know you, you, <laughs> you want us to make an advertisement for your new door handles look like nipples that are called nopples done <laughs> actually yes nopples get a hold of us <laughs> yeah nopple come we're ready ready for it Pepe, Pepe Le Pew's, you know, comeback tour. Let's talk. <laughs>
no, opening no. for Louis C.K. this summer. Oh, <laughs> oh all right, what man. I think we should learn, though, is that we should put inflatable uh, rafts on all puppies. Oh, God. Like little, little, fucking little life, pres- life, little life preservers. Yeah. And and then get Magawa the rat on our zombie apocalypse team. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why we need the zombie apocalypse. But... Well, Walking Dead looping it well, that's all. True. Well, I don't know why just Magawa. Why can't we have all the SWAT rats? Well, I mean, yeah, of course. They'd sniff out the zombies. Obviously. <laughs> uh, all right, dude, you want to close this one out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. We're still doing a show. Yeah, this isn't the app. This isn't the uh, post allegedly. Oh, this isn't talking allegedly. <laughs> yeah, the talking allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And thank you, listeners. That was this week's allegedly podcast. Join us again next Monday for a whole new realm of shenanigans and teeny tiny little medals. <laughs> Check us out wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Sniff you around. Oh, it's a good one. I didn't even think about it.